We got um, Ivan over here that's... Um, how old are you, buddy? What generation are you? Well, I'm 14, so I don't know. It. I don't know the generations. I don't care about it. He's Gen Z. You're Gen Z. Yeah, he's we Gen Z. We got Tato over here. Is this fucking Jane, Jane generation? We're fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> We're fucking Generation X. Uh, oh, you're Gen X? Wait, how old are you? No, dude. He's fucking... I'm 53. Or actually, yeah. no, I'm going to be 55. I forgot. Oh, yeah, he's so, Gen X. I don't have that Generation X in prehistoric age. <laughs> like my dad's a baby boomer. He's, so, seven, he's 72, about to be 73 this month. So that's a baby boomer. Wow. World War II. Yeah. Okay, World so. War II? Gen X, and then you were you fucking. Yo, soy pinche de langa de caldo, güey. Let's just put it this way, dude. Me and Moses, we know what's up. <laughs> Did you write shotgun on Noah's Ark? Basically. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait, Noah's Ark, was that a bathroom? They're, they're like, this one doesn't have a pair. It's, 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 uh, what do they call that? Where they're, they're kind of like salamanders where they have no sex. Oh, asexual? Androgynous? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, and- <laughs> Hermaphrodite? Yep. <laughs> you know one thing I don't get? The whole like sexuality stuff. And you're never going to get it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm a wrong guy. Damn it. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the whole thing about asexual, aromantic. Like, um, that's... that's like, Those are the two like worst ones. No, but you know what? That's a, that's a whole generational thing. But No, it's not. Being asexual is not. No, but I'm saying it's uh like that. That's all new, bro. Back in the day, it was uh, more no, they, about they just yeah. gave it a label. But is that what it was? There, there are people that they're not interested in sex at all. Exactly. Why didn't you say that? How oh, boring. Wait, which generation was the the hippie generation? Gen X, right? Yeah, coming out of yeah, it was all '70s stuff. That's like the whole like the Vietnam War started yeah. happening, and then the whole against the war. But you believe that, that, that? You believe that that um there's a cover that um. Like all that asexual, pansexual, and all that stuff has been around forever. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've been around. It's just now they're giving everything labels. So, so think about this. We gave you the greatest tool that ever existed, right? We gave you the internet. We gave you computers, which was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> a I, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so Big Blue came out, right? What's and Big Blue? But that, that was a supercomputer that IBM put out. Oh, okay. But then uh, there used to be the ARPANET, which is where. The, the first internet communication between two universities happened on the East Coast and the West Coast, and that was the first transmission. We gave you Pong. Pong came out in the 70s, which was the first game. That's a great game. That was a great game, dude. And He still has a uh, high score. <laughs> hey, we have it. We actually have, we're messing around with Pong, dude. <laughs> Pong's, Pong's bad. And then, um, and then, let's see, ColecoVision came out, Nintendo came out, uh, Activision, which was the... Uh, Let's see, there was ColecoVision, there was uh, Intellivision, there was the Nintendo. And WandaVision. No. Uh, 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 that's, that's a pretty ours. good one. And then, um, what else came out? There was another platform, the Atari, the, the 5200. Uh, or 20, I think it was the 2600. But then, so computers, when I had a computer in the 80s, mm-hmm. I had to build it. Yeah. I, I had to build it. I literally had to build my computer. I went to electronics class with my buddy we paid we each paid uh i think we paid close to maybe eight hundred thousand bucks for a trash 80 out of uh radio shack we had to solder components on and we put that shit together and we did that in in in, uh, electronics class and we had a good time with it we used to have a tape drive you used to have to use the tape recorder to do your um your recording and you were awesome when when the commodore 64 came out 
they said 64k you'll never need anymore nowadays you need fucking terabytes right you can't store shit i remember i bought my first vhs in 1985 and i paid a thousand dollars for it for a vhs yeah and it was it was put out by american express no they partnered up with uh i think jvc and i bought mine for a thousand bucks and how much were cassettes though fucking cassettes were expensive back then nowadays i I noticed uh people sell their old vhs tapes for a lot of money online yeah yeah dude i mean vintage is in you know yeah i I gotta pull all the shit out of my fucking garage and put your ass for sale yeah (laughs) just grab your face here fuck this (laughs) how much do you think i go for oh shit they lose <laughs> that's crazy though. I that's that's pretty cool to do, man. Like clear your garage and see what can you come up with. Cause you come up with some shit though. Cause you like to you, you hold on to some stuff, huh? Oh yeah. I just um I did a thing where um on Instagram some guy uh some comic book guy was like, Oh, I have this Adam Hughes penthouse comic, you don't see these anymore, blah da 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 da. Yeah. And then I pulled out the promo for it because I had the I was I was at Comic Con in nineteen ninety three when it came out. Yeah. And uh, I said, I have the promo for it. And the guy was like, yeah, right, whatever. And then I took a picture of it and I posted it. And he was like, oh, fuck, dude, that's badass. You want to sell that? And I'm like, no, that's my Adam Hughes promo. Yeah. You know, and so I I have a lot of stuff from way back when for, you know, as far as comics are concerned, a lot of shit that um, I just found or I didn't realize that I had the 1993 program guide for Comic-Con. And that's when Mike Mignola did um, Hellboy and the first like 12 pages or something like that of Hellboy comic are in that. That thing goes for like 600 bucks. I just sent it to get encapsulated. No freaking way. Yeah. So I know a guy who knows Mike Mignola. So I want him, I want him to sketch on my cover, draw a Hellboy. Yeah. And then I'm going to send it back and then get it regraded. And then I want to um, get an Ad- Adam Kubert to do that, to sign it. You ever collect anything from um, uh, Toxic Crusaders? Toxic Crusaders? Yeah, that was a like that was a cartoon back in the day. Are you talking it, about the Toxic Avenger? Toxic Avenger? Is that what it is? Wait a minute, I, I never I've never heard of Toxic Crusaders. I, I might have it wrong. It might be Toxic Avenger. Then. Well, the Toxic Avenger was originally a movie from from the eighties. Okay, and there's two versions of it. I, I believe it's uh, Roger Corman did it, and uh, <laughs> my favorite part, which they went back and edited the movie so they could play it is there's this little little kid, his name is Billy, and his sister is like, hey, Billy, have a good time riding your bicycle. And the little kid's like, all right, sis. And he's waving at her, and he's got this, like, antenna that's with, with an orange triangle on the top of it, and he's riding the bike then. with, yeah, with a banana seat, and the kid's riding it. Oh, and he gets hit by a car. No, it wasn't a stingray. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was. But he, it's cool. He's, uh, thank you. He, um, he, uh, he gets hit by a car and the car runs his head over and his head pops like a melon. No. Right? Yeah, it's a fucking, it's great. And uh, You're savage back then, bro. Oh, well, I didn't make the movie. I just watched it. No, no, it. I'm saying they were savage back then. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you figure like things are getting more gruesome nowadays. But in reality, that shit's been around for like, gruesome shit. Gruesome oh, shots, gruesome movies have been going on for a while. People are getting more sensitive when it comes to people like killing off kids in movies and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Now, That's yeah. true. That's true. So they took the movie after like, Three months of it being in the movie theater and people complaining, and they took the kid out. 
where he gets run over. Like you see him get run over, but then the camera angle changes to where you see his head get smushed. And they took that part of it out. So there's two versions of that. And then they came out with a comic book with the Toxic Avenger. So it's crazy. But I don't know if there's Toxic Crusaders. Oh, don't look at me all horrified. <laughs> I'm not. I'm wondering where I can find this movie. I want to know where it is. You can find it online. Well, how, dude? I mean, in comparison, there's a lot of stuff online that you've been coming across. I mean, there's stuff that, that's pretty sketchy. Like, how is it um, like for kids in your age? Is it become more of a norm or what the hell? Like to see to see how gruesome stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's, it's becoming too normal in my opinion. How so? Uh, a lot of people are like more desensitized to that type of stuff because everywhere online. But isn't that weird how they're becoming more desensitized to more uh, gruesome stuff and stuff like that? But they're getting more sensitive about different things like uh, like say sexuality and stuff like that. That's the parents. That's the parents and conservative groups. No. So, so well, I mean, it's crazy. Isn't it like a double standard? Doesn't it feel like a freaking double standard? Um. Oh, but something that has changed when it comes to, like horror movies. Yeah. Is that people think for a horror movie to be scary, that they need to have a lot of jump scares and like and stuff like that. When in reality, a, a movie can be scary from like the atmosphere of the movie, like the original Halloween movie. A lot of people nowadays are reviewing that movie and saying it's not good because like it's not scary. But, but back in when it came out, it was like t- really scary. So to your point. Halloween is really not a scary movie. It's a suspenseful movie. Yeah. Yeah, but Be- a lot of people are like, they don't like it, even though it's not. They li- don't like it for the reason. They compare it no. to the horror movies they are now. But but see, these are the same people that like uh, Scream. To me, Scream is, they build it as a, as a good movie. And I, I saw it and I was just like, there's nothing scary about this. Even okay. the suspense. The suspense used to be done with music and timing. Yeah. And yeah. What was yes. that? The atmosphere. Absolutely. Yeah. And nowadays, like, I try to watch some of these movies and I'm just like, this is like straight shit. Well, I, well, let me ask you, what's scary for you? The Exorcist, the first one. Yeah. Oh, okay, what, 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 um, like, uh, what aspects of The Exorcist are the, that, that trip? When out? she's walking backwards and her head spins? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll <laughs> do it. it. Now, but like, what are, what, are certain, what are certain elements, or for you, Ivan, what are certain elements of a movie that make you feel like, Dan, this is a scary ass movie. Uh, well, it depends what type of movie. If it's like a the nun, <laughs> dude, no, I, don't, I didn't like that one. I couldn't get, it. I couldn't get through it. Which movie? The nun. The nun. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, there's the last Untrained. one I watched. It was a uh, hereditary, and the part that scared the crap out of me was one of the, the really tripped me out. Is the ladies like pretty much like when they see them like up in the ceiling? Yeah. Like that trips me out because the, the chick, I guess she fell. I like she fell, but she came down and she little just like flying away, dude. Like right behind the guy. And that's that, that, that's a creepy element one, for me. One of the scary movies I've, I've seen was the movie Us. Because one, the atmosphere was good. The movie and like the trailer, even that movie, the song was like the way they like slowed it down and like added a little bit of piano to it. It sounded creepy. And especially the people, the, was it, the tether? Um, the lack of emotion and the lack of speech that they have makes them scary. Damn, dude. But I think that's suspense. I don't think it's scary. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because insidious. I can't. Any. You know what? First off, I really don't like scary movies. Yeah. I don't like. I don't watch them. But why though? Because I have nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember my nightmares, but I have nightmares. So it's more like on the creepier side of the. 
the aesthetic of the film instead of the actual like being like he was saying you know or like atmosphere or the i'm gonna tell music. you it's my experience in life <laughs> that'll scare you <laughs> well no remember i used to tell you there used to be a guy that used to walk around my house yeah vaguely but and and i told you also um when when i when i had when i bought my first house our house would smell like it was burning right and we would walk around everybody would run around looking for the smoke and there would be no smoke but it would smell like something was on fire something's literally burning no when you no, it smelled like like burnt wires and and burnt um burnt wood and we would be looking around and nothing and our house would be the windows would be closed and stuff and we'd have the ac on and you could still smell it the heater would be on it would come on at random times in the day so one day i i was on my way to work and i'm walking through my hallway and as i'm walking past my hallway or past my mother-in-law's room she's at one end of the uh i had like a t intersection and she was down the t and her room was there as i'm walking past her room and it's like midnight i'm walking and i see like a man and i'm like what the fuck and i look over and all i see is like a black shadow but the shadow turns around and he fucking looks at me and i'm gonna tell you right there i was like a scared bitch i fucking ran i ran back to my room waking up my wife there's fucking i just saw a shadow my wife's like just go to work whatever <laughs> right so, freaking do it dude no but here's the kicker i i go to work i come back home and i tell my mother-in-law i'm like hey suegra i saw a guy and she's like he stands there every fucking night and looks at me what the fuck? <laughs> yeah that'll do it bro and oh. then one night check this out uh, i'm going to work it's fucking snowing hey let me set the mood for you brother oh thank you so it's snowing and I'm walking outside and I, I'm going to my car and I hear this, these two girls laughing. <laughs> and I'm looking around, but it's, it's fucking midnight. So I'm looking around, nothing, nothing. And I can hear, pss, 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 pss. and I'm like, what the fuck? And, I, and I'm, I'm trying to get to my car and, and I hear it coming from my mother-in-law's window. So I start walking towards the window and I'm looking and I hear, pss, pss, pss. <laughs> And I was like, oh, fuck no, man. <laughs> I ran to my car. I go. jump into my car. I turn on the car. I didn't even wait for it to warm up. My, my windows are all fucking frozen. I back down my driveway. I hit the brakes. I go sliding into my cul-de-sac, and I slam into the curb. Boom. I put my fucking car in drive and fucking took off. Boom. Hit the curb. And I fucking left. That shit scared the fuck out of me. And I told my mother-in-law, I'm like, there, I heard two girls. She said, yeah, I hear them every once in a while. And they whisper. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't know how you do it. I'm, we need to sell this house. <laughs> so shit like that. Red rum. Do, do I believe in it? Absolutely. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of one time. So my previous home. I was still in high school. Maybe like my senior year, I believe. Before we moved from the house I, believe, I live now. Two rooms, right? And one of the rooms... I come in and I only had the kitchen light on. Now my brother sometimes ends up sleeping in the room. The door was kind of like maybe quarter way open. 
Ashley, okay, he's, he's sleeping. And I'm like, hey, Chris, so I, yeah. he didn't answer. I'm like, oh, he's, he's probably sleeping. 8, 9 p.m. So I go to, I go to the kitchen, make myself, you know, cereal, whatever. I thought he got up. He went to the restroom. I hit the door closed. He goes, in, oh, I'm like, hey, wait. Still not answering. So once I'm done with the cereal, I go back to the, the sink. I wash the plate. I go back. And I didn't even hear anything in the restroom no more. I go in the restroom. Oh, what the fuck? I was, was silent. So then I go, I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Dude? So I go into the room, open the door, turn on the light. He's not there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, okay. Well, you know, whatever. It's nothing. I'm like, okay, maybe he's... Uh, so we, we also have a little garage. My brother always goes there, too. So I'm like, all right, maybe he's over there. Turn on the Netflix. And then I hear the door open. I'm like, hey, I'm right here. I'm like, Come. He's not coming. I get up. I go towards the kitchen. And fucking no one's there. So then I see my dad's truck pull up. And I see my brother in the truck. Fuck. And he, and, and he just came in. And he, he came in and brought pizza. He's like, hey, look. Like, I'm like, dude, I thought you were here. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask you a question. All right. Why, why, is it that, that shit. why is it that Latinos say pizza and not pizza? You know, you know, you know what? I realized that too because I'm like, my, my dad would always be like, Oye, que es pizza? And I, I, I know what it's spelled. I'm like, isn't it pizza? Yeah. Pizza. Pizza? He's like, oh, is it pizza? When the fuck is the X or the C you know, in this shit? <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, that shit, that shit creeped me out. I don't know, man. Oh, That's a weird uh, one. I mean, fucking. Pizza, I mean, pizza con flays. Yeah. You know what? No, we, we, can, we can get into that shit like crazy because, for example, I just, uh, like a few years back, me cayó el 20 de que it's not parqueate, es estacionate. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's not avi con flays, it's cereal. You know, there's a lot of shit like that. Because it's really not a parqueadero. It's, it's an estacionamiento. Estacionamiento. Like, it, it, there's a lot of words that fucking, uh, oh, no es mapeador, es trapeador. Yeah, but, but that, that, map, that's part mapeador. of being Mexican. Yeah. Because we have our own, our own way of speaking. Yeah. yeah, but even my mom calls it that. Like, my mom says, hey, parqueta, yeah. My mom says, Estas, yeah, I mean, she says, mapea, you know. She yeah. does, well, but, but she doesn't say, suipea, she says, barre. <laughs> yeah. You know, no dices, cobea. Aguas. Aguas. <laughs> <laughs> They should hate that, but you know what? Um, I'm sorry, I'm a little sidetracked on that because. So, so, yeah, but before we get to the one that makes me laugh, <laughs> my father, my father-in-law calls, calls an calls an asshole el fufurufo. El fufurufo. <laughs> <laughs> well, should they use that in Mexico? Like a fufurufo to be like 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 stuck up like decache, you know, like fucking like, is it like fancy? Like well, that, that's probably why. Fufurufo. No, no, because I, I went with him to get his. Uh, he had to get a prostate exam, so I had to take him. And uh, well, the, the nurse, the nurse does it right there, right? It's a male nurse, and 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 he's like, he's like, you can stay. And I'm like, I really don't want to stay. And my father-in-law's like, yeah, it's okay. So I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm fucking, I'm trying not to look. And then when we get home, he tells my daughter or my my wife, oh, pues ya me el fufurufo. I'm like, no, I did not. Hey, bro, ya te que. What? Is oh yeah, a, yeah, yeah. How'd I, it go? I, uh, the prostate? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It went great. They said you don't have to do it for <laughs> ten fuck. years. Oh shit! Yeah, this is like it went great. It's like fuck. I'm gonna go back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do it. 
This year, as a matter of fact. Are or, they still, or next year coming but, up. But I heard they're doing the cameras now and shit like that, no? Well, so the way they check you now is through blood gas. So they're able to just draw your blood and see where your where your levels are. Oh, fuck yeah. Perfect. But right before they did that, um, the doctor told me that he wanted to check me just in case. Yeah. So he said, you should always have it done like in your 40s just to double check because there might be something that you miss. What I didn't like to take was they give you this... Um, it's like it's like kind of like a gelatinous drink. Yeah. It's kind of like Jello, and you drink it, and then you got to go to the bathroom. Like it just cleans you out. It wipes you out. But it's it's just so much you can't even finish it because because they tell you you got to drink this. It's like a like a liter and a half. Yeah. In so many hours, and you just it just you can't you can't do it. I don't know anybody. None of my friends that have had it done have been able to finish that thing. But yeah, that's that's a that's the scariest story tonight. So we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. But, but you know what? A scary story is I'm gonna give Ivan a chance over here because this kid's all into scary stories. I want to know which is the scariest stories you've ever heard, heard, or or know or experience. I don't honestly. I, I think it'll freak me out a little bit if you experience some scary stuff. But uh, yeah. I haven't. You'd really be my kid and all. I don't have like a story, but I've experienced some like creepy stuff, like in the house, like. I don't know why, but my my peripheral, I'll see like like a tall like shadow figure in like our bathroom or something, and then um if I'm like taking a shower, or I'm like eating in the table or something, I'll hear someone like laughing behind me. Yeah. So that's. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna back that one up because once I was literally um in the living room, and out of my peripheral, I clearly freaking saw somebody like look over this way. Like literally, kind of like dip their head in, like to see if anybody's in the living room, and dip back out. And I was by myself, and that tripped me the fuck out. And I've heard the stories happen. I mean, I, I'm a big believer that there's there's stuff around us, not around us. You know, I've had a few experiences here. Um, one being um that I'm hanging out doing my thing, and I clearly hear like stuff, like a cup being moved, like maybe just moved from one, like just dragged across the. The table, you know, the table. Um, I had a a couple instances, yeah, where you get that feeling like somebody's just, you know, and 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 low key, dude, it's just uh, I've had it where where I feel like you know, once I had it where it feel like somebody's like brushed on my shoulder, like lightly, like ever so lightly, but it, you could feel that it was just like somebody, and that uh, now, not to read too much into it, because I always I always believe that as soon as you acknowledge it, like they latch on, like. They they know they got your attention, so they're gonna want to get more of your attention. So at the moment, I'm just kind of like just played off doing my thing. But I think about I've had stuff happen to me throughout you know my whole livelihood. But I always try to just not acknowledge it. I think that. Uh, well, let me let me just tell you one last thing about when I was telling you about when I got in my car and I I hit all that stuff. What I forgot to tell you was when I was trying to get into my car, it was icy on my driveway. I fucking fell on my driveway and I slid down my driveway to the middle of the street and I was trying to get up in the middle of the street while these little girls were laughing and I was trying to get to my car and I was just sliding <laughs> and I couldn't even stand up till I got to the bumper of my car that I picked myself up and then yeah. I was able to to fucking get up and that's get not a failure, right? Fuck no, I don't drink. I'm sober. I've been oh, sober right, for right. 32 years. Hey, congratulations, brother. Ah, oh, thank yeah. you very much. Oh, yeah, that ain't easy, dude. That's dope. It's, uh, it is easy. 
Okay. <laughs> he, he don't drink. That's yeah. okay. Oh, I don't drink either. He's been Not sober anymore. for 28 years. Nice. 27. <laughs> hey, no me un año, 27. 27. <laughs> what I was going to tell you is, so I don't believe, I don't believe when you die, you go to heaven. Okay. I believe. No, 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 no. Because. That's Halloween. That's lame. Oh, sorry. So, no, I, I, I don't. I don't believe that you die, or I don't believe that when you die, you go to heaven, because I think people are bound to earth, Yeah. because I think there's very few people that can leave, because you have to believe that you can get out there. If everything that you know and everything you experience in life is here, this is where you're going to stay. Oh, I like that shit. shit. I like that. I like that shit. Yeah. That's wow. That's some deep stuff, dude. And you know what? That kind of correlates with a little bit with what Poyo was telling yeah. us. Because Poyo believes, uh, like, like I say, well, he was uh, reading some some mythology, really, some of their his belief. But um, he was saying, talking about the thirteen levels of heaven and how you how you get well, there, afterlife of the afterlife. But you know, it's on los tres cielos. You have to transition through every one, and uh, it basically from transition one through to the end, you actually lose your physical body. And if you have a strong spirit, you'll make it towards where your spirit is actually tested. In the last, in the, in the last level of of of, uh, of heaven, so it's it. You got to listen to that last podcast, man. You're gonna. You're gonna trip I'm, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna listen to your stuff. It's gonna take me a couple of weeks, but I will. But that's interesting, and and I also believe, I believe that hell, is what, depending on your severity of how you lived your life, if you were like a bad person and that's all you've ever known you kind of create your own hell based on what you've done. Because law of attraction. No, not, not because of the law of attraction. Hey, Dante's, no, Dante's Inferno. No. Is, is that how it is? The, the, the certain uh, different levels of hell. No, I don't believe in that. I believe that if you're a good person and you know that you're good, that the things that you did in life won't get you. Your conscience gets you. So your conscience is your hell. And you remember all the oh, things that you've done. Okay. So if you've done bad stuff, bad stuff will continue to happen to you because that's that's your level of hell for remembering all the things that you did. Personally, I believe like I do believe in the fact that if you have some sort of unfinished business in like your life, you won't like pass on to like the afterlife. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that when you die, you do have some sort of journey to like peace and to get to an afterlife i don't know about heaven or hell but i do believe that there's like an afterlife and that there is like a journey you go through yeah like um kind of again kind of like what boy was saying but um like you have to earn like what do you mean like you, you feel like you have to work your way towards it i feel like i don't know about working towards it but i do feel like there's some sort of like path you take to get to the afterlife like kind of like the river sticks where you pay the boatsman and he takes you across uh, kind of. Um, there's a the game I played, Boneworks or Bone Labs. Yeah. There, there's like a story there, but it doesn't necessarily tell you. From what I picked up from it, okay. The beginning of also a little bit of spoilers, but the beginning of the game starts with you like uh, like about to be executed in like a village, yeah. and the entire game is like you're pretty much in a like a simulation, mm-hmm. but. I always I saw that game as kind of like a journey through the afterlife. 
Because yeah. you start with like about to be executed. Um, then you're, the first level is like a kind of like like death. Yeah. But by the end of the game, you get like a, like you grab someone's hand and they take you up, and the level is literally called ascent, uh, like ascension. Or okay. Yeah. So I feel like that game is actually like kind of a journey. Wait, what game was it? Uh, it's called Bone Lab. It's a VR game. Bro, do some research, bro. <laughs> what a trip, man. What do you think? I think you play so many video games. <laughs> <laughs> but that game is interesting. No, but you know what? Um, it, it begs the question. Look, how many how many stories are actually... Well, you always hear like based on, on real events or based on, on the true story or whatever, but... How many games are actually based on on certain things like the Bibles, cultures, and everything? You know, like there's certain there's got to be everything's got a little bit of truth to it. Sure. You know, in in that aspect, um, I mean, that's the way he thinks about it based on his experiences with uh, obviously between real life and and the video games, which is a thing. But I think what I would do is just take a step further and wonder where did that come from? Where did that idea come from? Um, and and Really, just dig into that game. Like you create your own heaven, or you create your own hell. Well, I think you create your own hell. Like when you say "I do," <laughs> but that's just my thought. It's kind of like going baseball. <laughs> no, because I'm just kidding. I'm, like, just kidding. I'm messing. I'm messing. It's because I, I like uh, that. Does start like his, yeah. your perception of it? It actually like it just brought a lot of shit, like a lot of connections in my head right now. The same, same okay. here when, with with that. Same here. You know, so like, like it opened a lot. I'm like, oh shit. Everything started just clicking, you know? Like, oh shit. That's what I was, I was I've been missing or something. I don't know. But, um, because my, my perception of that is just evolved. Okay. What does the universe have to do with us? Yeah. Uh, spiritually, or where does the soul go? Or does it even exist? The matrix type of stuff, you know, like how we are connected and how we are connected to a, an ascension, like a higher self. Where a lot of things correlate to one another. Sure. And it connects. But so. based on what you just said right now earlier, how deep your connections are with that. You know, with what is it? The fact that you have a mentality already set. Yeah. You know, so your experience in death will differ on your on your thought. Exactly. And how you interpret how your life is. I'm I'm just curious, dude. Like, you know, when they I guess when the day of reckoning come comes up and and you know, we all, our spirits leave our bodies and go to that next level. I wonder how many people are going to be like, huh, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I had it wrong. Probably a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, so, or how many people be like, ah, yeah, I got this, you know. Who the fuck, fuck are you? I'm like, Anubis. You only. No, it's like, yo soy, yo soy, soy <laughs> mi cantecutli. It's like, la <laughs> madre, güey. <laughs> I think I fucked up. <laughs> um, I have thought about the fact that what if when we die, whatever, like, like let's say everybody believes in their own thing and believes what the afterlife is, like, we kind of, like, our spirit or something is kind of, cre- like, creates some sort of environment or, like, some sort of afterlife for themselves. So everybody's is actually different depending on what they actually believe in. Like, the way I see it is this way. Maybe it's something we haven't really <clears throat> talked about, but the way I see it is this way. Be the best person, the good person to the, to your, let your conscience guide you. Be the best person you can be. Be, don't ever leave any, anything to regret. The worst thing you can ever do is regret whether 
it's alive or when you're gone, the worst thing you can ever do is regret. So be at peace with yourself. Be at peace with everyone around you. And uh, know that when it's time to take that next step, you're not gonna you're not gonna take any kind of ill feelings in your heart. And um, honestly, everything else, as far as like spirits and all that, to me, it's uh, it's it's good talk. It's good. Uh, um, it's a good topic to touch to to go over. But at the end of the day, all that matters to me is the relationships I have with the people around me and with myself, and know that I'm okay, that I'm happy with who I am that the people around me that I care about are taken care of. And I believe I'm feeding my spirit that way. I'm taking care of my soul that way. Whatever happens after I'm gone, it's, we'll, we'll answer that question when we get there. Well, I mean, like, I bring it to a point where, like, when you're, you have some purpose or you think in your mind, right? You're like, okay, I, to, I, must, I must accomplish this. I must be a millionaire. I must do this. You die before that. Kind of goes down to you bound to the earth because you you're like because your 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 intention was so strong that you didn't get to finish it. Yeah. You gotta go now. Have you guys ever heard of the the bridge of Pasadena? Yeah, uh, you know where the the suicidal bridge. Yeah, right. So it's been said, you know. Long story short, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where the people will commit suicide, right? They'll jump off the bridge. Now this all the respect to the people that because I know people have. Commit suicide on there. Just quickly, just a spoiler. Yeah, it's never a short story. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, so long story short, <laughs> people would commit suicide on that bridge, and it became famous to the point that a certain time at night when you go, people have have said that they experience, or that, like they'll have, they'll see a woman in the middle of the street in the bridge, and they'll, how do you say, it? they'll maneuver around her. By the time they do that, the body disappears. Yeah. What the hell just happened, you know? Yeah. Or when there's a guy that was about to commit suicide and somebody comes, hey, what are you doing? Don't don't jump. And by the time they get close, the man disappears. It's not yeah. there no more. Or there was also one time when they're under the bridge. People would walk under the bridge and there's they see these little uh, candle like lights. There were like seven or eight of them. And as they're walking, Towards the lights, those, those those candles, each candle disappears as they're walking. Yeah. Goes in closer to you know to the other end. I'm like shit. We should go over there, dude. Check it out. <laughs> I'm down. Hell, shit. I got nothing else to lose. Well, they put, they <laughs> oh, put but, fencing around it. And... Yeah, they did. So what brings me to this though is the fact that you see that people that feel that they have nothing going on in this world, right? Or they have those suicidal thoughts. And, and the fact that they're still there is because. They know that there's something deep down that they wanted to do or, yeah. you know, it's just that the, the mental state was so strong that they still can't progress to whether whatever is, like I said, I think, another life or whatever it is. I think depending on the level, I, I'm actually kind of kind of put a little validation on that. I think depending on the level of uh, the way that you, you depart, you know, depending on the severity, circumstances, and all. I mean, world energy, dude. Yeah. I think you put that that energy comes out and just stays. You know, stays that and, and to stays to that capacity, stays like a, a, like volatile energy. And that's why maybe some spirits. That's why it feels like spirits are, are manifest themselves in that in a hard sense. But maybe the, either that or I just watched ghosts too many times. Or <laughs> so what happens if if it's like religion? Right, and then everybody's waiting for a day of the day of resurrection where everybody gets judged. 
and you can't go anywhere until that happens. It's going to be a busy day. Play the DMP. Take the number. <laughs> Muchas gracias, banda, por acompañarnos en este tu podcast. Se les agradece de todo corazón. Hasta la próxima. Mientras tanto, becho, bacho y apapacho. Mano, si eres alguien fácilmente ofendido, cámbiale ya. ¿Ya? Órale. Por favor, banda, no se les olvide seguirnos en Instagram, Facebook, TikTok y también en sus plataformas de podcast preferidas, donde seguiremos subiendo nuevo contenido para alegrarles el día o quizás causarles alguna crisis existencial. Y nuevamente, recuerden que no somos ni fuimos patrocinados en ningún momento por ninguna marca registrada previamente mencionada durante el show. También, Cabe mencionar que no somos, semos, ni fuimos profesionales o expertos en lo absoluto. Todo lo que se comenta, canta, cuenta y chismea en este show es con el único propósito de entretenerte y hacerte reír solamente. Aparte de un pollo, ningún otro animal fue lastimado física, emocional o mentalmente durante esta grabación. Finalmente, para ti, el del saco, ¿por qué no se fue? Si en algún momento te llegamos a ofender, sinceramente discúlpanos, no fue nuestra intención. Ahora sí, acústanos con tu mamita. Che puñeta.